The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's floppy milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 45. Woo! Uh, I'm your host, Casey, as always. Joining me is Miles and Carlos. Of course, Carlos. Because if we didn't have Carlos, what would we have? Probably a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Carlos. (laughs) No, I think I'd survive. <laughs> yeah, you think so? I just wouldn't have a good time, I guess. <laughs> All right, so what have you guys been up to this week? Anything new, exciting? Actually, no, not this week. <laughs> no? Nothing, huh? Just almost work. almost nothing, no. I got a roommate that's moving out. He's going to Madison. Uh, that's that, Yeah, that's not exciting at no, all, really. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's the not. opposite yeah, of Carlos? Uh... I haven't seen you, like, at all this week. I feel like I, you've just gone into, like, a Pokemon coma. Well, I have not played quite as much Pokemon as you think I have. <laughs> X and Y? <laughs> yep. I've played, uh, I played a bit, not very much since the weekend. Okay. And then I also uh, spent a whole day reading uh, this book series called uh, Renegade X. And that was that was fun. I kind of avoided sleeping, and I read instead. Makes and sense to me. it was worth me. it. It was worth it. I'd recommend it to anybody who wants a book to read. Uh, recommend reading the book or not sleeping while reading the book? Well, both of those. Well, if you could, if you, uh, <laughs> if you have trouble fitting it into your schedule of uh, playing Pokemon at the same time, I mean, sometimes sacrifices have to be made. I guess, you know, sleep is unimportant when you have Pokemon and books to read. Yeah. So what is Pokemon X and Y? I've, I've seen it all over the place. I don't exactly know what it is. Well, you know what Pokemon is, right? Yes, okay, I, I do know what Pokemon. So is. it's it's the first 3D Pokemon game. Okay, and so like it it looks phenomenal. It's a great looking game. They brought back a bunch of the old Pokemon. It's basically just a nostalgia bomb. Okay, so are there any new Pokemon? Is it? Oh yeah, there new main character, new adventures, everything. Yep. Okay, yeah, it's all brand new. But they brought back some of the old Pokemon, and some old favorites like Charizard. Oh my God, Blastoise. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, it's then they even gave him an extra form to turn into. So nice. You know, there was only one Pokemon evolution I never understood, and that was Magikarp to Gyarados. That is awesome. Magikarp is badass. <laughs> Magikarp I, is not badass. He's the opposite <laughs> of badass. He splashes. He's like a two-year-old. Magikarp is the most badass of all Pokemon. No. no. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Yeah. You are wrong. There's videos on the internet of him like wiping up players just because he'll be down to one health and he'll just flail around and kill everything. <laughs> It's a big Magikarp. Yes, Carlos is a huge Magikarp fan. Of course, setting it up for that is like requires a lot of effort. Actually, I'm a big Golduck fan. Really, Golduck? Golduck, yeah. My uh, missing no glitch would get, let me catch uh, level eighty Golducks. Cool. Back I, in the days of Red and Blue. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm a standard just Charizard fan. Give me a dragon that breathes fire, and I'm happy. What about Flareon? 
give me a dragon for these fire. <laughs> There's like a dragon bird thing going on. <laughs> I, you know, I hate Moltres. You hate Moltres? I hate Moltres. I think he's the stupidest looking legendary player. I hate you. Do you want a Moltres? Do you have one? Uh, apparently, that's the one I get in my game since I chose the water starter. Oh. So you can have him. I will have your Moltres. All right. All right. We yeah, just... let's let's talk about stuff that's not. <laughs> All right, because we could do that. We but we did that already. So I guess we kind of did. We did an actual show on that. We did do an entire <laughs> oh, show on it. That that's true. If you guys haven't listened to Console Cowboys this week and you want some more Pokemon goodness, go ahead and do that because that was a delightful show to record. Yeah. All right. So we have some beer sitting in front of us because, well, we're the Department of Offense and we always have beer sitting in front of us. <laughs> Uh, kind of a goal. It really is. It's and cold. you know what? I think it's worthwhile. Like, it's a worthwhile goal to have. have no arguments It's all about me. feeding your alcoholism, Casey. I don't have a problem. I take it every day, and nothing bad happens. <laughs> so it's just a good luck charm. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this week, we are drinking Flipside Red IPA uh, from Sierra Nevada. Casey, tell us about it. I'm wor- well, I'm, I'm <laughs> working on it. I'm working on it. First, let's talk about Sierra Nevada, because I love a oh, lot yeah. of their beers. Like, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, one of the best oh, things yeah. ever. Yes. It's the pale ale. Pretty much. It, like, you can't. It's perfect. It is. Like, and looked. it comes in cans now. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Which is delightful. I've, I've actually looked for better pale ales, haven't found one yet. And then their uh, Torpedo. Torpedo's delightful. Oh, uh, mm. indeed. Oh, that's a good IPA. All right, so we're already huge fans of Sierra Nevada, and I like red IPAs. I do, too. Um, And so they have, now they have a red IPA, so I wonder, like, uh, what are you guys thinking so far? I like it, although I have to know, I have to ask, what's the difference between a red IPA and a regular IPA? Look at the color. Yes, I see the color. Is it red? Yeah. Is that the only difference? Well, uh, there's a couple other implied differences. In order to make it red, you have to add different types of malt, which are also going to add to the flavor. Uh, Yeah, but the biggest thing is the color. Like that's like if you're like if you needed to tell them apart quickly, look at the color. Like your regular IPAs are going to be that uh, like that amber gold. Yeah, they're going to just be lighter and clearer. Typically. But I do like this. I do like the red IPA. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it is. That and rye the- IPAs. Ryes are delightful. Rye if they're delight. done right. Yes. Like we talked about last week. Um, Agreed. Yeah, so this one, it's 6.2%, which is right in the middle range for an IPA. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's... Hmm. Have you tried it yet? A little bit, okay. not not much, not not critically yet, but it smells really citrusy. Very much it's, so. It's definitely a West Coast beer. Uh, it's very tasty, and I like the label on it too. You know, the whole uh, dead tree. I think I saw this tree in Fern Gully. I've never seen that movie, and I don't plan on ever seeing it. You've never seen Fern Gully, Why? aka Avatar the cartoon. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I've never even seen Avatar, though, so I think maybe I just avoid all those. Is this a seasonal? Like, is this... It says seasonal on it. Oh, does it? I I haven't read... Oh, there it is. (laughs) The seasonal's really small. It's really small. Okay, it's right in the middle of the entire name. Flipside, red IPA, it's right in the middle. Okay, I know, I saw it. (laughs) After, After I asked that question... 
Yes, Casey, it's, it's a seasonal. No, don't shut up. You're done now. Go I was home. just answering your question. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm a fan. I wish there was just a little bit more Simcoe, but that's just me. See, I Simcoe is one of those where I can either take it or like it's either phenomenal or it's. Did you get to have uh, Surly's Simcoe Wet Hop? No, I did not. Oh wow, that was an amazing beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yes. A lot of people uh, they talk about like the cat piss mm. taste of, or not taste but smell of Simcoe, and like if it's overdone, I can kind of like I can kind of pick it up, but I don't know Simcoe. Like I'd rather have Citra than Simcoe. I can see that. I think I've just had a few too many uh, citrus bomb IPAs. Mm. And so I like to go for, you know, a more grassy, more balanced approach these days. Okay. Not that I don't like the citrus ones, don't get me wrong, but I like a change of pace. All right. Well, I think that's really all we have to say about the Ren IPA. Yeah. I don't know if we have much more to say. So what time of the show is it now, then? What? What time of the show is it then? What time oh, of the show? I, I don't know. It's tool it time, Carlos. Time? It's always tool time. Yeah, we're getting to news time. News. Do you have banjos this week? We very well might have banjos this week. Oh, look at that. Where are the banjos? You know, just give it a second. <laughs> give it a second. Every week, Miles has to bring that up. <laughs> are you happy now? I, I'm feeling better, yes. All right. I am too. I like banjos. <laughs> banjos are awesome. So... Is this from uh, Homecoming? Yep. Yes. There was a lot of peeing in the street last <laughs> <noticed>. week. <laughs> like a dozen people. It was ridiculous. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I just picked out a couple because, well, it's peeing in the street. Both that and, like, the police beat took up half of an entire page. <laughs> uh, police caught and cited a 21-year-old local man for public ur- urination uh, before midnight on Friday. The man was urinating on a bank's ATM machine and wouldn't stop. <laughs> oh. When he finally did stop, he was given a $114 citation. I'm just I'm just picturing like a cow coming up. Sir, uh, you need to stop peeing on that machine. I can't stop it midstream. <laughs> Here, hold my beer. <laughs> And he kept going. Like, yes. <laughs> it's not, you know, that kind of thing. It won't bad stop coming. I'm just getting out all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I suppose that's not a bad ticket. <laughs> right? Uh, police caught and cited a 26 year old new Richmond man for public urination uh, by a parked car. When he asked, when when he was asked who he was, the man said he had no idea, but his wife might know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how does he know who his wife is, but not know who he is at that point? (laughs) He was given a $114 citation as well. I think that's just standard for public urination. And those were the two best ones that I found. So it seems that uh, the streets ran yellow that night. They did. Friday night was a good night for just peeing in the street, apparently. There was also a couple of uh, assaults. I think there was even a battery charge in there somewhere. Yeah, but those aren't fun. So I know. Like, yeah, I want to I'm, keep I'm it lighthearted. I'm just reiterating yeah. that it was a busy weekend. It was a very busy weekend. 
very I, they busy. They even truncated like the the underage drinking tickets down to like a list of names. <laughs> <laughs> like they decided, I don't. I, my fingers hurt. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Here, here's all the quick. people. <laughs> we talked about peeing enough. Like, yes. In the paper this week, so let's just. Here's all the people. Here, you know, it's just basically the entire freshman class. Pretty much. And half the adults. So I guess it's a busy news week for uh, River Falls. Yeah, well, cop-wise, yeah. But it, you, it always is on homecoming. It's yeah. It's one of those things that just kind of happens. One of those things. Uh, in other news, a Florida 20-year-old man robbed a 78-year-old man outside of a Walmart and then ran to his getaway vehicle, uh, a white SUV, that then drove to a Starbucks. When police tracked down the vehicle, they found the man inside with his mom behind the wheel. So wow. apparently his mom was his getaway driver after he robbed an old man. He made away with $40. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. He can afford, like, four cups of coffee. <laughs> right. Or three medium ones. <laughs> just, I'm just wondering who convinced who in that conversation. I don't know. It's like, his mom's like, I really want coffee, but I don't have any money. And he's like, oh, I got an idea. Go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, rob the old man. <laughs> A substitute teacher in Pittsburgh passed out in front of the classroom after he shot up with heroin before school. (laughs) You can't let me be drinking my beer when you say that. (laughs) When police arrived, they found four baggies of heroin on his person and marijuana in his car. He was arrested for drug use and child endangerment. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Like, what kind of... you You know what probably happened? He had just gotten finished shooting up, and then the phone rang. Can you substitute teach today? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? No, see, I'm having a hard time imagining that because he he wouldn't have answered the phone after he got shot. He obviously would have been laying down. He needed those drugs to deal with the kids. (laughs) Those must be some pretty messed up kids if you need heroin to deal. A Texas high school Spanish teacher was recently fired because she posed for Playboy when she was 18. Uh, she was fired after a parent discovered that their son had found pictures of her on the internet, and they claimed it was a distraction in the classroom. How long ago was this? Uh, she's 21 now. Oh, so like three, so it was three years. years ago. Wow. That I. But she wasn't a teacher at the time. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't can, think I don't think she should be get or she should get fired for it. No, not at all. I mean, she's she's already interviewing for other jobs. Yeah, but I mean, she might run into the same issues. I kind of blame the parent on this one. Kid looking up porn. Well, kids looking at porn, and then the parents like, well, I can't take responsibility for this. Let's blame the school. Well, I mean, that's how it goes. These days, pretty much, a kid comes home with a bad credit card. It's the parent, or it's the teacher's fault. Exactly. Why didn't you teach him better? Why did you show your titties on the internet? Why? 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 I'm just trying to think. Like, she must be a hot teacher if the kid's going. I wonder if I can find my teacher naked. Oh, she is not bad. <laughs> just Do you have saying. a picture. Let me see. Oh, I, I don't have it up right now. We'll talk afterwards. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> It'd be a distraction for the podcast. God dang it. <laughs> We would have to fire her. It's a whole thing. 
uh, a gas station employee in New Hampshire. She should be a guest on the show. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) A gas station employee in New Hampshire was fired after he pulled a gun on on a would-be robber. The robber came into the store and pulled a knife on the cashier. The cashier then pulled a gun on the robber, which caused him to run away like a little bitch. Uh, The store manager lobbied to save his job, but corporate said that they have a strict rule about not allowing employees to be armed. So he saved the company money, but got fired. Well, even if they lost all their money, the government would just bail them out. So I think I have to be on the bank side for this one. It wasn't a bank. It was a gas station. Oh, gas station. Sorry. I don't think they built gas stations. I don't think so. No. Oil companies, maybe, but I don't think they need that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of on the employee side here. Well, of course, they're... Because, I mean, he's just doing his job. Gotta feel safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be stabbed. Yeah, I wouldn't either. All right, uh, and this is by far the saddest story of the week. Someone spilled a beer. No, it's worse. Last Tuesday, 65 cases of Pappy Van Winkle's Family Reserve 20-year-old bourbon and nine bottles of Van Winkle Family Reserve rye were stolen from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. As far as I heard, it was all of the 20-year. Uh, no, like all, all of, it? of it. 600 cases. I, I see. I only heard... I only saw 65. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we we heard the news from the vendor. We're not getting any because there is none. Now I'm even sadder. We 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 did some of the math. Retail that's about six hundred and seventy thousand dollars worth of Pappy Van Winkle. Wow. That's quite a loss. That it and it's just fucking sad. Oh, it's it's so sad. Like I don't I just I don't even I don't even know what to do at this point. Like it had to have been an inside job. Yeah, that, that like they're they're saying it's an inside job, but I think we need to have just a How do they unload all that? Like, I have no idea. Like I said, it has to be an inside job. It, I mean, it they just really pack does. it up to distribute and then guy just drives away. But can you, you can you imagine if you got away with that? Think of how much delicious bourbon you would have. That would be 600 cases. You'd be set for life. I'm I'm just gonna run some math here. Uh, well, there's three bottles in a case. I read that. Uh, oh, is it only three? Yeah, we thought it was six. Okay. No, it's three. Six hundred times three is eighteen hundred bottles times. Hmm. Whoa. Well, yeah, all right. So anyway, uh, we're we're just gonna we're gonna take a moment of silence here. That would be approximately yeah. I wasn't going to cry. I can't help it. It's so sad. Is it on repeat? No, that's the end. <laughs> okay, if we just um, 
considered the idea that have you ever had a 50 mil uh, and just poured it in a glass? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's like a decent helping of Pappy Van Winkle? Yeah. Uh, that it would be about 476,000 servings of that. Should I play taps again? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got a little teary eyed there. It was, oh man. Oh, I don't, I, that. You could have one every day for the next 1,300 years. No, Case, you're not playing. (laughs) (laughs) A recent study at the Georgia Institute of Technology has developed the law of urination for mammals. I'm sorry, we just had to move abruptly from that. (laughs) It's sad. Yes, uh, the law of urination. Uh, Apparently, they measured how long it takes for mammals of all sizes to pee, and they all take about 21 seconds to empty their bladders. Uh, From the largest of elephants... To the smallest of chihuahuas, 21 seconds is the magic number. Oh, boy. Why? That's right. (laughs) Like, whose idea was like, let's measure how long it takes for all these animals to pee? I'm just wondering if it's like some sort of study in fluid dynamics. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, why? I think they had it meaning, all right, guys, we need something that has not been studied before to get this grant money. What has not been done? And then some drunk guy's peeing in the corner. (laughs) That. (laughs) That was a great idea. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, just, I don't. uh, Why? (laughs) That's the magic question right next to the magic number. Have you noticed it's half of 42? So if you peed twice, maybe that's the meaning of life, peeing two times in a row. Or in a day. Probably in not. a day. That's probably not the uh, meaning of life. Why not? Have you ever not had to pee really, really bad and then just realized how amazing it felt? Yeah. That's not the meaning of life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is pretty amazing. <laughs> like, it's one of the most amazing things. Having a long pee. All right, we need to move on. <laughs> All right, Pokemon. Are we back to Pokemon now? All right. Let's see. Well, we're. I, that's that's really all the news I have. Well, I guess we can talk about this. Uh, the like the you know about the lunar probe that they sent up, um, like September sixth, right? That NASA sent. Uh, Got to go a little more for me. Okay, so they, they sent this probe up to the moon to, like, test as- atmospheric conditions and yes. do all these tests. Uh, but they also uh, are testing a an option for deep space internet and communication using lasers. And so, like, it's some sort of, like, laser communication thing between the probe and, like, a satellite for high-speed communication. And so they're testing that right now, which is really cool. Is which, it working? Yes. So nice. far, like initial tests are working. And so, I mean, this this is just like the first step, but it means that when we go to Mars, we can have Netflix, which is really important. It, it, it'd just probably take like a couple a, minutes to yeah. upload, but that's about it. Right? I'm I'm okay with that. A, a slight delay. I'm pretty sure they'll be they'll decide. You know. We're just going to move a copy of servers onto Mars. Yeah, but how are you going to get new stuff? They'll just ship. They'll just uh, send messages to their own servers from Earth. 
So that way, instead of everybody on Mars having to wait six minutes, they just have to wait a couple seconds. Yeah, but you still have to beam the data there, and you could use this awesome laser internet to do it. Yeah, maybe. No, yes. That is that is what's going to happen, Carlos. They're going to use awesome lasers <laughs> to beam our internet places. I wonder how expensive it would be to tra- to send data like that to Mars. I don't know if it would be super expensive. Because, I mean, it's not just like it's, it's cable or any like it's cabled or anything. It's, you're, it's, you're just shooting beams of data. Like, at the very least, you have to build a satellite for yourself to send data. Oh, yeah, to, to send and receive. There has to be a satellite at or each end. Or you have to, like, rent a satellite sending information over to Mars or something. Yes, but once everything's in place, like, the actual sending of the data, I don't think, would be super expensive. No. It's just the initial setup cost. Which would probably be pretty big. Probably. I mean, you have to buy a whole new satellite. And then you have to move to Mars. And Biddle Satellite there. Yeah. Did we talk about Gravity last week? I don't remember if I we did. I don't know. That movie was awesome. Yeah, let's, let's... That movie was amazing. That movie was fantastic. Like, I think I mentioned that I watched it to you at the store. No, we talked about it on the way to the show last week, but I don't think oh, we actually right. talked no, about it didn't. at the show. No. So yeah, let's just take a look and discuss how awesome that movie is. Well, first off, they killed off George Clooney right away. Not right away. He made well, it about halfway through the movie. No, not halfway through. George Clooney was a pretty awesome character in it, too. Yes. I guess, uh, you're right, not, maybe a third. A third yeah, of the way through? B- about a third. Uh, like, that movie, it went super quick for me. Like, I was surprised at how... Okay, this is going to sound mean. It's not supposed to be, but it seemed like not much was happening, and it was taking a long time to do it for me. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's just like they're floating around. They make it to the next spot. They float around some more. They make it to the next spot. You know, it, it, it's an incredibly dumbed-down version of what actually happened, mm-hmm. but... Uh, see, I, I felt like it was fairly fast-paced yeah. for yeah. like what was happening. And it's space. It's going to be disorienting as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw it? we saw it in three D. Yeah. You saw oh, it. In, I saw it two D. I can't. I can't do three D really. Well, yeah. you're missing out. That, well, no. Like, I mean, if regular three D makes you nauseous, yeah, oh, this yeah. would this make you super nauseous. Especially the the scene where Sandra Bullock is spinning. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That that's in the trailer, so that's not giving anything away. But like, yeah. So she's just like spinning out in space, screaming, and like that was you're just like whoa. Yeah. Little dizzying, but when they're cabled together, they're just flipping around. Oh God! <laughs> Trying to catch a dead body with a hole in the face. Oh yeah, just messed up. Yeah, the whole thing just. But one of the like from all sources, one of the most accurate like oh, yeah. spacewalk movies ever. I did find something that appeared to be a problem for me. Okay. When she started crying, tears don't actually like beat up and fly away from your face. Yeah, they, 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 they stick to yep. your face. Yeah, uh, that's a lot, the only thing. A, I, a lot of people have talked about that. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson even mentioned that one. <laughs> um, like he he kind of tore the tore the movie a new one on Twitter. Really? Like just well, with all the inaccuracies in it. What were some of them? I don't even remember now. Uh, even then, it's the most accurate space movie. Today. <laughs> that's true. Yep. Well, at least like. I don't know, maybe Apollo 13 might have been uh, more realistic, but it wasn't as action-y. And also, that that movie was, what, 20 years ago? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that was like 93, 94. Yeah. 
How long would it take uh, exploded satellite parts to fly around the planet? Um, see, that part was one that was semi uh, believable. Just no, because, it was like, just the I, issue that uh, they would be in a different orbit area than. Uh, well, no, well, they, this it's saying it it caused a train, chain reaction that blew up a bunch of different ones, mm-hmm. and so that that's fine. That's why they but were having trouble communicating the fact, with ground. But the problem is the Hubble and ISS and the Chinese space station are all in different orbits at different like heights and everything yeah. so there's no way you would be able to go from the shuttle and then jetpack over to the ISS and then jetpack over to the the Chinese station or even see it from where you are yeah you just like, you wouldn't be able to yeah well I, yeah i can see the ISS from right here <laughs> it's that tiny little blip in the sky mhm yeah, like that was. I, I don't think people quite understand how far away these things actually are from yeah. each other. But I mean, there was a lot of good scale in. No, yeah, there was. Which, which I, I was really impressed with, like how they got the scale of the shuttle to ISS to like all that right, mm-hmm. and it, it was, it was mind blowing because like I know what it is, like I know how big they are, but seeing like a little person like floating next to ISS that that was incredible to me I just yeah. I thought that was wonderful oh I didn't notice that it was I just I figured that everybody knew that the it was that size yeah but knowing it and seeing it are two different things Carlos is it yes, yes. all right I'll have to take the word for that Carlos isn't impressed by anything <laughs> like he's just like oh yeah that's a thing yeah Nothing makes him excited. I enjoyed the movie, all right? <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. What more do you want? Where's your sense of childish wonderment? It was stabbed in the heart. <laughs> By Sandra Bullock. That bitch. I know. I wish she would die in outer space or something. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I, I feel like uh, towards the end of the movie, the... Well, about the halfway point, the rebirth metaphor oh, my started God, getting was- really heavy-handed. That was unnecessary. Just unnecessary. super unnecessary. I noticed that. Like, I'm I'm the kind of person when I start watching a movie, I'm not looking for like plot holes. I'm not mm-hmm. looking for metaphors. You're just, I'm, you're just enjoying. I'm literally just watching the story unfold as they're telling it. And even I'm like, baby in a womb. That is way too fucking obvious. Right. You're just like, come on, just. Just be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was bothered by the fact that she like kept her feet pointed out. Like, who does that? You don't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. That I think that was really the only thing I didn't like was the super heavy-handed. That, that, I don't know how I cared for the uh, the hallucination after she tries to kill herself. I thought that was great. I did. That was <laughs> amazing. Like I knew it was a, a hallucination. Oh yeah, because there's no way that he's gonna just come knocking. <laughs> but it was just so and even funny. if he did, there's no way she's just gonna go. Oh no, the door's opening. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly I think that's the only part that really bothered me is that like they popped open the door. Well, because like, it was like it was, it was a, hallucination. a hallucination. I know, I know. But As it got us some more Clooney time. This is true. They're like, we paid millions of dollars for this guy. Let's use him a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just fit him in. <laughs> Like, like the thing that like gave it away for me though was the fact that his spacesuit was so shiny. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Obviously, <laughs> no, the, part, the, the part that gave it away for me was I the fact that he showed up to reach underneath the seat though to see if there was any booze there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, see, the, the part they gave it away, she didn't blow out the airlock <laughs> when he opened the door. Yeah. I figured, you know, maybe well, they'll come up with some unnecessary excuse on why he got there. Maybe even just flew around the earth in an hour and a half. It was a hell of a story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But no, he was dead. That movie was so much fun. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend going to see it. If you can deal with the 3D, definitely go see it in 3D. If you can't, 2D will be just fine. Also, there was a spoiler alert for everything we said, so... Nuh-uh. We hardly gave anything away. She gets back to Earth. All right, well, let's... George Clooney's (laughs) dead. (laughs) It's not really a a movie that you can spoil, though, because it's all visual. Oh, it was. It, it's more it's more like a theme park ride than uh, like a like an intricate story. It was probably one of the best 3D movies I've ever seen. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like I'm hard pressed to name another one. I think I think the next one I uh, Avatar, Ender's Game comes out in a couple of weeks. I think oh, that'll I be good see in 3D. That that'll be that one will be the best space I don't have today. I don't have high expectations for it, so I'll only come out impressed. Why don't you have high, it has Harrison Ford in it. So where is your childhood wonderment, Kevin? Right? He's old. Where's your... <laughs> oh, just because he's old means he can't act now? He's not as awesome as he used to be. It's not... We're not talking about... Shut your Han mouth. Solo or Indiana Jones. We're talking about Harrison Ford. And he is old. Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Although the uh, bit from uh, Conan... When he was on Conan, where he... Uh, Conan bribed him with like $100 to uh, give away. <laughs> He's like, it's in a galaxy far, far away. You know what? I'm just going to toss it <laughs> and, out there. And I hear they're making another one. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to toss it out there. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark would have had the same ending, even if Indiana Jones wasn't in it. Stop talking about that episode of Big Bang Theory that made me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this? What, uh, that uh, it would probably end the same? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's believable. But actually, you know, would they even have found the Ark if he wasn't there? Yes, because yes. the only reason they didn't was because Indiana Jones had the medallion. Oh, all right. <laughs> and he prevented them from getting it the first time. <laughs> and so, yeah, they, it just would have been a 20-minute movie instead of an <laughs> just hour and we, a half. We would have just seen a, a, a quick montage of them finding it, then they found it, and then they all melted. Well, Marianne would probably be dead. Yeah, but that's okay. Yep. Indiana Jones wouldn't be there to save her. <laughs> Outcome of the movie still the same. All the Nazis melt. Not all the Nazis. <laughs> all the Nazis in that room, they all melt. Though, Last Crusade is totally different because he's there. Nobody yes. would have gotten the cup if it weren't for him. True but then story. again, they do lose the cup. Yeah. If nobody got the cup, things would have been fine. Wait a second. Is what Last is Crusade pointless too? <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> well, because they needed the cup to save his dad, right? Yeah. But, but they had to save... But the only reason his dad was there was because of Indy. So then they wouldn't have needed the cup. Then we come to uh, Temple of Doom. Really, Temple of Doom's the only one. <laughs> that is depressing. <laughs> right? That's the Who worst one. Who wrote these that, stories? That's the only one where he makes any difference whatsoever. I saved all the children. Yay. No, I'm pretty sure he killed all the children. How did he kill Didn't them? he collapse the... Didn't the mine collapse? No, they were all saved. Okay. Yeah. Although, how are they going to be fed by that one village? Right. Well, they have the magic rocks. (laughs) 
magic rocks were stupid. <laughs> I know. Oh man, oh, that's just depressing. <laughs> Did we just tear apart the entire Indiana Jones series? <laughs> yes. Well, maybe there's fuck still- you, Miles. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> well, at least it's well Indiana Jones four. There's a fourth one. If yeah, he was well, not in that one, no, how would no. that work? There wasn't a fourth one. All right, if he wasn't in that one, the alien still would have come and sucked up all the things. <laughs> so he wasn't needed in that. Indiana Jones is completely irrelevant. But it's fun. There was no fourth Indiana Jones. He's completely irrelevant. Childhood wow. ruined. Right? <laughs> <laughs> At least Han Solo's not irrelevant. He's important. Because he shoots first. Yep. All right. So we do have a discussion topic for today. It's not Indiana Jones <laughs> and it's not graffiti. Uh, we're actually going to talk about Disney villains and heroes that are bad at their jobs. So, like, for example, uh, Quella DeVille. Okay. She wants to make a coat out of puppies. <laughs> right? Okay. She gets 101 puppies and waits forever to start killing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the bigger they get, the more skin they have. Yeah, but then but they're she not wanted, puppies. Yeah, then they're not puppies anymore. Fair enough. Like, she wanted a puppy coat. Also, that is a ridiculous goal to have. Oh, and Aladdin is a liar. And a cheat, and a thief, like, just... And, and Jafar it, does not understand that turning into a giant snake never helps. <laughs> right. well, Jafar never was an all-powerful genie. Wait. No, he became he a snake source- and then a genie. All right. Because... Uh, he was a sorcerer first. He, yeah, he became an all-powerful sorcerer. So he had all the magic he needed, and then he turned into a snake... Which does not help. Yes. And then he's like, I'm going to be a genie now. That was stupid. He was terrible at ruling. Uh, Scar caused a drought somehow. Actually, I don't think he cared about that. I think it was all right. (laughs) And everyone started starving. Yeah, I'm just wondering how exactly that that played out. Like, either there was just randomly a drought when he decided to take over, or somehow he completely messed up the entire food chain. Yeah, but that wouldn't cause a drought. I know. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, if anything, it would just make lots of... Oh, my God. It's a, it's a metaphor for global warming. The scar is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> How is scar a metaphor for global warming? There's a scar in the ozone layer. I no, know. I don't get it either. <laughs> and Simba is also bad at his job. He's a terrible He's ruler. Horrible. I know. Who just walks in after eating bugs for so long? <laughs> yeah, he turns into, like, I don't know, like... Not a lion. A pussy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to kill things. I'm going to eat bugs. And grubs. And now I'm king of everything. And Yay. the occasional cricket. Do you th- and I killed James Earl Jones. Do you think he started up his uh, carnivorous diet when he became king again? Uh, you would think so. Well, <laughs> except he wouldn't eat Timon and Pumbaa. Maybe yeah, he but they were hungry for a big fat piece of juicy meat. <laughs> <laughs> Are he aching? Pour some bacon. Yep, yep. (laughs) Give us another one. Ursula. 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 Who was a... Was that Tris? No, that... that, A Little Mermaid. She's the one who convinced Ariel that she needed legs. legs. 
Why did she uh, steal her voice? What was the point of that? I have no idea. It was a convoluted plan to make her fail on her dream. Because it was like a... Why? Why did you go that far out of your way? I I don't know. Well, and here's the thing with The Little Mermaid. As soon as she... Like becomes human and goes. What's 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 she gonna do the first time she eats seafood? Like Sebastian is sitting there on her plate. He's what, been boiled. What do you think she <laughs> ate in the ocean? <laughs> I don't know. Krill. <laughs> Just <Swim> krill. <laughs> and plankton. <laughs> that is a good question. The question is, what would you what would she do the first time you gave her like a Caesar salad? <laughs> or. Like a steak, like wh- yeah. What are you- or hot food in general? Yeah, right. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Her digestive system wouldn't know what to do with it. No, she would probably end up getting like food poisoning. And she's not immune to any of the human diseases. I'm surprised she. Didn't she totally die dies. I don't know if she might not. Eat- she just has human legs. I don't think she ha- she's humans, so I don't think she can get human diseases. I'm pretty sure she mm. dies from disease. Well, to be fair, like, the definition of a mermaid is to be half-human. Yeah. Hmm. So there. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure she dies of disease. Oh, definitely. Like, or food poisoning, whichever comes She gets first. a smallpox blanket. That's the only thing I can think of. She's not Native American. <laughs> She's Native Subterranean. <laughs> the, uh, what, I was just, oh, the evil queen in Snow White. I agree. Poisoned oh. apples. All right, I can never... You are the queen of a kingdom, and the only way you can think of to kill this young girl is with a poisoned apple? Well, Maybe I'm just honest. wondering why the Snow poison... White and, uh... And, and uh, the gang-raping dwarves? I can never... I can never... At least she's not the one female Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just wondering why the poisoned apple didn't kill her. Oh, because, you know, instead of killing it puts into a deep sleep because that's a curse that works why didn't she just kill her outright i know that's that's my question i don't that that's the question like she's really just inefficient like what if she had the apple just lost it like oh like she just lost her just threw it over her shoulder or she's like oh i don't want apples i'm just gonna bake this into a pie i think that curse would still work well maybe not i don't know internet does Baking remove curses. You know, if I discuss, had, if I was given a poisoned <laughs> apple, I'd say, "Oh, cool, an apple." Put it on the counter. A week later, goes by. Oh, that apple looks pretty disgusting. I'd throw it away. You know, what, Casey, I'm going to say, "Internet, don't discuss," because that'll quickly turn into a flame war. I feel. <laughs> Why? I feel like it's it's a, a very flame war of listeners. The Department of Defense. Yes, <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> All two of them. It's fantastic. <laughs> we have uh, a couple live listeners. No, we do not. Oh. Where's our Where's our sound guy? I don't know. He's like working or something. Ah, it's a whole thing. Damn. Whole thing. All right. Let's okay. see another Disney movie. Let's. We could talk Toy Story for a second here. Sure. So in the first one, I guess the villain is Sid. Yeah. He's not really a villain. He's a he's he's, he's your a standard like twelve year old boy who likes to blow up toys. And he also makes really creepy toys. And and he's not exactly a villain. He's just like a passive bad environment for the movie. No, he is gonna be. He's like gonna grow up and be like a horror director or something. Yeah, or horror writer. 
because of all those creepy toys he's just or, making. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's going to grow up to be a serial killer. And now they just traumatized him, so he is going to become a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> I think the toys are actually the villains in that movie. Yeah, He's definitely going to end up in therapy. It's definitely not going to work. And he's going to start wearing people as outfits. <laughs> because play nice. <laughs> he will have a pathological fear of toys. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing he's not going to end up in a toy store or Toys R Us for a job. And then that toy would actually Story, be really entertaining. Uh, I know it would. Toy Story 2 had, uh, what was it, Newman from uh, Seinfeld, right, as the villain? Oh, who is... Oh, uh, the... Co- was it, No, the collector wasn't really the villain. It was the... Uh, the challenge to get away from him. Coll- no, well, no it, it, was, it was the old prospector. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, but that's like, right, yeah. The collector stole the toys... No, he didn't steal them. He bought them at a garage sale. Mm-hmm. Well, he like he did something that. Oh no! Wait, no. He tried to buy them and said, and it was that they weren't for sale. And then he took it. Yeah. So he did steal it. So he was he was kind of a dick, but he was actually really proficient in his job. Yeah, and then uh, the prospector was pretty ineffective. He had a stupid goal. <laughs> like, oh, I just want to be in this box for all of time. Is Home Alone Disney? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Because I want to talk about those guys, too, because they are terrible at robbing houses. Wasn't and one of them Hugh Laurie? No. 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 That was the live action. Uh, um, With the mouse? No. Well, yeah, he, he's in there, but he's also in the live action 101 Dalmatians. Hugh Laurie plays one of the henchmen. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Did not know that. Yep. Yeah, he... How would I know that? I don't know. <laughs> just, Hugh Lowry's awesome, and you just followed his career. No, that that was a quote from 101 Dalmatians. Oh, I haven't seen that. In... Well, why they're black. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, 101 Dalmatians, her goal was just horrible. Yeah, well, and... Her plan was bad. Well, we had we had a really long discussion about this one day, about how we would do it better. Yeah. Her end game, though, like, oh, her, what does she get? She gets a coat made of Dalmatians that she just puts in her closet and never wears. Well, she can't wear it. <laughs> Why not? Because it's a puppy coat. Why can't you wear it? Do, are people going to ask, is that coat made of puppies? If <laughs> she doesn't say anything, nobody's going to know. Then why, why wouldn't you say anything? You're wearing a puppy coat. <laughs> it's one of those sadistic, self-satisfying pieces of knowledge. Only you have to know it to I be guess. happy about it. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Or she put it up on eBay. Well, they, I don't they know. make sequels? Does she still try to make, like, puppy coats? And those? I know. No, I don't think do she's like the villain in the sequels. They do, like, Dalmatians and 103 Dalmatians. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. All right. I think her name was a little too suggestive, too. How about any uh, heroes that were bad? Heroes that were bad at their jobs? Um, Genie. No. (laughs) Genie's technically not a hero. His job is to be not that helpful. Gotcha. I mean, he's he's more just a uninterested third party. He's the deus ex machina. Yeah. That's it. Wait, nice term drop. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think of any of the... Heroes that we've been talking about. Well, Simba, he was supposed to be the hero, and he was he pretty is, ineffective. Yeah, he was pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Aladdin was... Aladdin, technically. Yeah, I mean, actually, Aladdin, Aladdin was pretty effective. He, he, he's just as much of a villain as Jafar. 
he was a pawn. He was a street rat. And then he actually got his... Uh, he got something out of it. I don't know. He was not horrible. All right. He just started He lied to everyone. Yeah. And what did the movie show? Line works. That's where I got it from. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> All right. Name a couple of other Disney movies. Uh, Woody from Toy Story was pretty uh, not that great a hero. He drives Buzz Lightyear away. And he has to go after him. It's because you're a child's plaything. And Buzz Lightyear was delusional. You are. <laughs> he a was toy. insane. Oh my god, it was bad. <laughs> Delusions of grandeur. Right. I'm going to save the world from inside this 12 year old's room. What other Disney movies are out there that I that I remember? Hmm. So we did Lion King. We did Little Mermaid. We did Land Before Time. I don't think that's Disney. No, I don't okay. think so. 101 Dalmatians. Snow White, Seven Dwarves. Well, Snow White was a terrible, terrible... Robin Hood? Oh, we could talk Robin Hood. All right, so... Never saw it. Are you You, you never saw the Disney version of never Robin Hood? What did? What kind of childhood did you have? A very deprived one, apparently. Right? No, that's where his childhood wonderment went. He never had any. Right. Please. The only Robin Hood movie that there is is Men in Tights. That's wrong. That's wrong. There's there's Prince of Thieves, which is fantastic with Kevin Costner. Men in Tights is amazing. There's the Disney Robin Hood. Yeah. There's the new one with uh, Russell Crowe. Yes, that one was really good. It was kind of like a precursor yeah. to There's the to BBC Robin series, Robin Hood. Yes, which is not bad. It's not bad at all. You only need Men in Tights. Disagreed. That movie uh, is amazing. It's a great movie, but it's not the only one you need. It's the first, It was the first Mel Brooks I'd ever, film I'd ever seen, and it was hilarious. I think the first one I saw was Blazing Saddles. I haven't seen that one. You know, these those movies are just still funny to this day. Oh, they are. <laughs> they, well, it's it's timeless comedy. Yeah. But all right, so Robin Hood, you have Prince John and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yes. Both very ineffective villains. <laughs> uh, one constantly is sucking his thumb, and it's just a pansy. Yep. And the snake does most of the work, and he's right? not even very good. Uh, he gets drunk in a barrel yeah, at some point. But to be honest, the heroes are very ineffectual too. Uh, Robin, Robin, Robin is super selfish. As as much as he's stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, everything he does is just to get on the good side of Maid Marian. He's just trying to get in her pants. Exactly. The entire movie is one long Robin Hood pickup line. Pretty much, and he still needs a locksmith. Who's the <laughs> Who's the hero in Jungle Book? Baloo. Is, is Baloo the hero? I w- you know, I want to say he is. I thought it would be uh, Mowgli or Mogli or Mogli. No. I don't know. Whatever it is. Mowgli. I know. He's like just a kid who's like being protected all the time. I don't know. Well, he's the one trying to escape from real life. Uh, he meets Baloo. And then they have a jolly old time. He gets stolen by the monkeys. Then he meets a girl who wants to get back into real life and he kind of ushers him back in. Get back? Was he ever in like a... The human world at all? Uh, yeah, thought, he uh, grew all the way up before he I, ran into the I jungle. Don't, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. No, he he didn't grow up into the. He grew up as a as a real kid, and then he like ran away uh, because responsibilities are stupid. Pretty much, Dumbo was a pretty horrible hero. <laughs> Dude, Dumbo! That drunk scene with the clouds gave me nightmares. As a kid. <laughs> I, I can't be the only one. <laughs> 
I never watched Dumbo much. Like really, it was never oh. no. Like Aladdin was one that I watched a lot. Oh, yeah. Dude, I Robin Hood I, I watched swear. a lot. Disney and in the Lion early King. days had a sick sense of humor for picking on kids. Oh, definitely. <laughs> God, I had to have seen Aladdin a hundred times. I, ra- I I burned out my VHS tapes <laughs> of all three of them. Wow. My uh, we used to watch Fantasia so much. My mom just gave the video away and told us <laughs> or told us we lost it, <laughs> and we believed her for like fifteen years. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're gonna start wrapping up here because we're right. kind of we're kind of winding down on the Disney talk, kind of running dry. Yeah. I know. But I think it's just our fault because we can't think of any fucking Disney movies. I, well, I, I was hoping Kelsey was going to be here today, and her like she would have some supplemental knowledge that would help out. That would have been helpful. I know. Oh, Gosh, there's Atlantis. I actually saw Atlantis for the first time uh, like six months ago. Oh yeah, say. yeah. That like was actually that. pretty good. Yeah, that was a, that wasn't a bad movie. I don't really get what the villain's whole plan of what they were going to get out of it. They were going to sell the energy money. source. They spent so much money on the trip that what was the point? The energy source. No, see, it was the uh, it was the old guy who spent the money. Oops. Sorry, not to interrupt. So, uh, what episode of Tabletop Theater are we going to have? Uh, this we uh, this week is the conclusion of the Runes of Corsair. Oh boy. The Runes of Corsair Part Four. That's what's happening on Wednesday. On Thursday, you're going to get some more Soundwave. So that'll be fun. And Console Cowboys on Friday. Wow, we are we are just starting to have this whole collection of shows. Uh, if you have any feedback on this episode or any of our other shows, uh, send us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios. And follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Yay! Yay!